0: This is SBS News in Easy English. I'm Claire Slattery. Anzac Day services have been held around the country to honour the people who served in past conflicts as well as those serving today. Thousands of Australians have gathered at dawn services in cities suburban centres and country towns on the 108th anniversary of the landings at Gallipoli during World War I. Speaking to SBS News at a dawn service in Parramatta, one veteran says it's a meaningful day for reflection. It's an important day for my family, um, we were all servicemen. My grandfather was in the Second World War, my father was uh, a Vietnam veteran, uh, and all of my brothers and I have all served in the Australian Army at various points. For this man, it's been a new insight into Australian and New Zealand culture and history. Well, it is my first Day visit. I came to Australia before six years and it's really nice. I'm still getting to know different things about Australia and New Zealand, how they fought the war. And uh, it really means a lot. Our Lady of Lebanon Cathedral in Harris Park, Sydney hosted a dawn ceremony attended by hundreds of Australians with Lebanese heritage. Among them were Lebanese-Australian soldiers' families who attended the ceremony, holding medals and photos of their loved ones who served in the Australian army during the Great Wars. James Jr. Saab, whose father was among the first Lebanese to join the Australian army, in the 1920s has told SBS he's proud of his father's legacy. Uh, Those photos and medals are very important to our family, especially uh, my grandsons and my other family's grandsons. um, uh, It's just their connection with their grandfather or their great-grandfather over the years. Construction work has stopped on the snowy Hydro 2.0 project after a worker died on site yesterday afternoon. The man, aged in his 50s, was killed after the truck he was driving rolled on the Snowy Mountains Highway at Dry Plain. Police say the worker was trapped inside the vehicle and died at the scene. They are now investigating the circumstances surrounding the crash. Snowy Hydro Chief Executive Dennis Barnes has described the incident as incredibly distressing and says work at the site has stopped for 24 hours. The United Nations has announced it will stay in Sudan despite other countries evacuating their citizens and personnel. It comes as Sudan's warring factions agree to a 72-hour ceasefire following 10 days of fighting that has killed more than 400 people. Foreign governments have flown hundreds of diplomats and other citizens out of Sudan. But UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres says the world body, will stay to support the Sudanese people. Let me be clear. The United Nations is not leaving Sudan. Our commitment is to the Sudanese people in support of their wishes for a peaceful and secure future. We stand with them at this terrible time. You've been listening to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Claire Slattery.